Welcome to the Excuse My African podcast. My name is Stella Damasis and I am your host. Join me as I take you on a journey through the eyes of a misrepresented and misunderstood African girl abroad. In this episode, I will talk about another modern day Shiro and she is Wangari Muta Matai. I want to talk about this woman because I've often, you know, read her books. I, I, in the past, I knew about her, but I knew her as an author and as someone who won the Nobel Peace Prize. But I wasn't sure because I did literature, so I had a little idea of who she was. I didn't really dig deep into her work. I read other people's books, but I knew there was something about her that was worth talking about. And when I decided to celebrate women, especially African women who had done great things in Africa. Her name kept coming up and I'm like, okay, this is an opportunity for me to dig deeper and find out who she really is. And when I looked her up, I was amazed and shocked at what she did for Africa, for her environment, for Kenya, for the world at large, the things that, you know, her foundation, her project, the things that they have been doing for the whole world till date. Um, she passed away. Yeah. But her work has developed a lot of places and have helped a lot of people and I'm so in awe of who she was in her lifetime. And I am really hoping that after this episode, most of you will go back and do your research and find out who she is and talk to your children, talk to your daughters, talk to everyone who's around you, especially if you want to share a history of Africa, talk to people around you about this amazing woman, this Wangari Matai. So I'm going to give you a brief history to give you an idea of why she is a modern day Shiro to me. Okay, so Wangari Muta Matai was born on the 1st of April 1940 in Kenya. Um, she died on the 25th of September 2011. She was a Kenyan politician and environmental activist who was awarded the 2004 Nobel Prize for Peace, becoming the first black African woman to win a Nobel Prize. Her work was often considered both unwelcome and subversive in her own country where her outspokenness constituted stepping far outside traditional gender roles. We all know that in Africa, many years back, as a woman, you're not allowed to speak. You're not allowed to be vocal or outspoken. You're not allowed to talk about politics or the environment or health or anything. You're supposed to be silent, and that's how a lot of women lived. But there are few women like this woman, this Wangari, who decided to step out and be outspoken and speak up for people and do all kinds of things to help her community and women. Mathai was educated in the United States at Mount St. Scholastica College, which is now the Benedictine College, with a BS in biology in 1964, and at the University of Pittsburgh with a master's degree in 1966. In 1971, she received a PhD at the University of Nairobi, effectively becoming the first woman in either East or Central Africa to earn a doctorate. She began teaching in the Department of Veterinary Anatomy at the University of Nairobi after graduation. And in 1977, she became chair of the department. While working with the National Council of Women of Kenya, Matai developed the idea that village women could improve the environment by planting trees to provide a fuel source and to slow the processes of deforestation and desertification. The Green Belt Movement, an organization she founded in 1977, 
had by the early 21st century planted some 30 million trees. Leaders of the Greenbelt movement established the Pan-African Greenbelt Network in 1986 in order to educate world leaders about conservation and environmental improvement. As a result of the movement's activism, similar initiatives were begun in other African countries, including Tanzania, Ethiopia, and Zimbabwe. In addition to her conservation work, Matai was also an advocate for human rights, AIDS prevention, and women's issues, and she frequently represented these concerns at meetings of the United Nations General Assembly. She was elected to Kenya's National Assembly in 2002 with 98% of the vote. And in 2003, she was appointed Assistant Minister of Environment, Natural Resources, and Wildlife. When she won the Nobel Prize in 2004, the committee commended her holistic approach to sustainable development that embraces democracy, human rights, and women's rights in particular. Her first book, The Green Belt Movement, Sharing the Approach and the Experience, was published in 1988, but a revised edition was published in 2003, and this detailed the history of the organization. She published an autobiography, Unbowed, in 2007, and I think it's a book that everyone should read. Another volume, The Challenge for Africa, 2009, criticized Africa's leadership as ineffectual and urged Africans to try to solve their problems without Western assistance. Yes, she went there. <laughs> Mathai was a frequent contributor to international publications such as the Los Angeles Times and The Guardian. These are the kind of women that we should talk to our children about, that we should celebrate, that we should create days to celebrate them for, you know, and let the world know that we have people like this that did such things. And if you haven't read any of her books, please Google them, go to Amazon, find them, buy even one and try to understand the mindset of people like this. She is a modern day Shiro and I wish to celebrate her today. Thank you for listening to this podcast, and I hope you'll join me again for the next one. You can contact me via email, excusemyafrican at gmail.com, or visit the website, excusemyafrican.com, for more details. Remember to stay positive and give love. Music